So yeah, the the chiropractor popping and shit. I was sitting there watching that and I was like, yo, I need to learn how to do that just because it looks so fucking satisfying. Not just to like get your neck popped, but like actually pop somebody's neck like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, just looking at you and your and behind your eyes, like the wheels are turning in your brain. Yeah. And it's just like you you just see in this one guy, he's like mounting someone on his <laughs> shoulder. Be like, okay, so he put his uh, his nuts on the left side, and the, <laughs> and the other side on this dude. But when he did it with the lady, he put a towel there, just to you know, you know out of respect. Yeah, out of respect. And then it was just like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> He's like, oh, just breathe out. Look over there. Pop. It's like, you like Rubik's Cues? Clank. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is going to be a point five episode. Let's get it. episode 28.5 of Cigars and Bars. If y'all listen to this, which I know we have our 10 listeners and a few of the homies, uh, you already know who the fuck I am. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and your girl calls me Poppy Stew, and joined along with me as usual, back from Texas. He is the official official legal and financial advisor of the Heel Face Podcast, the other conglomerate of our universe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. If when you're, as everyone in the sound of my voice, I love y'all, I've missed y'all, and I tell you what, it is, I am glad to be back. And we are glad to have you back. Fucking Kyle, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Yeah. I love you too, Joe. Yeah, get him a fucking sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So I love Promo Joe over there in the corner, man. Yeah, Promo Joe. He's good people. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, gotta let him know, Joe. Facts. (laughs) So how you doing, bro? What's going on? What's good? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I mean, like I said, I'm glad to be back um, in the drier heat of Arizona, which is great. As opposed to the wet heat of Texas. Oh, man. It just sticks to you. Uh, and you're just hot everywhere. Ain't fact. no shade is going to help you. You got to get like the the 60 MPH, the miles Oof. per hour, yeah. you know, type of AC on. That's like the only thing that'll help you. Yeah, like last night, Gurley and I went to Nogales for her mom's birthday party, which, shout out to the fam, Mexican parties are the best parties. Shout out. And we were basically, it was dope. Uh, We were in this house, and these dudes had built, like, at the edge of the house, like on the side, Uh they ended up building an extension using all these, like, steel boards and all this stuff to where it basically made, like, 
the side of the house and extra patio area. Right. And so, but it was like this large, wide space, so like an open space to dance. They had all these tables there. They set they set up the whole nines for her mom's surprise party. And you know, I had this beer last night, like. I forget what the fuck it was called, but it was a Mexican beer. Like, dude, was it like a lager or like a? I think it was. A, it was like an amber. Oh, okay. Indi- Indigo, I think it was called. Huh. It was a fire ass beer. But what was funny is they're telling me like, oh, you got to be careful with this beer. Like, you got to be careful. Dude, I drank like ten of them, and didn't catch a buzz, and I was like, I think this is probably because I drink IPAs. <laughs> and they're like a higher alcohol content. So yeah. I'm sitting here like I barely caught a buzz after like the 11th beer. So that's just thinking that you're drinking like Natty Light or like Jalisco or something. Yeah, facts. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> like, think I'm a rookie at this shit? Come on, man. Yeah, so you said we got the Negro over here, man. He don't know what he's doing. Facts. And I'm over here just knocking back beers like, You're bitches! Trying to put them back like Andre used to. Facts. Yeah, Andre the Giant people. If you ever heard the stories of uh, him just being a giant of a man and everything you think of is like too much, that's like the appetizer for him. Facts. Like, I remember the first time I saw that picture of Andre the Giant with the with just like a regular beer can in his hand. Yeah. And his hand was like engulfing the beer. Yeah. I was like, God damn, yo. Yeah, it's like your regular hand like holding a juicy juice. You know what I mean? Where Facts. it's like your, your fingers and your, like, your palm can connect. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, man. What a, yeah, but <sighs> that party. That party was yeah. fire. But you gotta love the ingenuity, though. Oh, 100%. Of, of them, I mean, creating an entire, like, Lattice work yeah. of um, you know just like creating space, but also like protection and shit. Yeah, yeah. Love and it. I'm sitting here like I was talking to uh, one of her deals about it, and he was like, "Yeah, only thing that sucks is like when it gets cold, it gets cold in here. When it gets hot, it gets super hot in here." And I'm just sitting here like, "Why don't you build some insulation around this? Because this would be a fire ass little chill spot." Yeah. But last night, like. It dropped to like 68 in Nogales, so it was nice in there. Nice, okay. But like the reason I was bringing that up is because like on one end of this room, he had this like one of those big ass industrial fans. Yeah. And so I'm standing. Is it by the this. one with like the swamp where you put the water in the back? No, no, no. no. It right. was just okay. like like think of like a regular like house fan that stands up like one of the big round ones, but yeah. just comically huge. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so. I'm sitting there next to this, like, staircase that goes from the side of the house down. And so I'm just leaning on one of the little rails that's right there. And the fan was right behind me. I'm wearing my son's jersey. So fans coming through my jersey. So I'm not just, I'm not just getting hit from the back. I'm getting hit from the front. And so, oh, yeah. like, her mom and, like, a few other people. Do you, like, want to come over here? And so I was like, no, I'm good right here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, your, like your jersey is billowing up. Uh, facts. Like a balloon. You get on both sides. Like, both airstreams. Facts. <laughs> the airstreams don't cross. They just, like, divert around facts. you. Facts. It's, like, it's just, like, fucking where my arm was. Fan was coming in on my right arm right here. 
So it's like coming right into the slit of the jersey right here and just going right out this way. So I'm getting all the air back here and through the, like the front of my sternum. Yeah. And I was just chilling. I'm like, yep, knocking back these beers. <laughs> Dude, that's great. You're sitting back there, arm up, drinking beer, and then your uh, jersey just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Pretty feeling. much, yeah. It was the best shit. <sighs> Sitting here listening to Cumbia, just fucking vibing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was dope though. Oh, like, like I guess um, from what uh, her brother's girlfriend was saying, every time that someone's birthday, they're usually throwing them a big ass party. And I guess yeah. her mom had never gotten one of these. What? Yeah. So, because she's always been the one like helping or cooking or fucking like handing out shit to people or like making sure everybody's good. So this was the first one for Sonia, okay. and seeing her mom just relaxed and like enjoying herself. She's sitting here fucking vibing to the music and shit all night. Mijito, let's take some pictures. Like fucking, <laughs> she was just in the best mood. And for me, I'm like, that's the shit I love to see. Like, she's just, you could tell she was just, like, relaxed. Like, she didn't have a worry about anything in the world. But what was great is, is it was a surprise party. Yeah. So, Girlie and I go down, and the initial game plan was we were going to go to her aunt's house and then wait for her to show up, and then surprise, all that shit. Okay. But her brother hit us up and was like, hey, my mom's, you guys coming through here? And so, we were like, all right, we'll just go to her mom's house. So, we go to her mom's, her mom and her brother's there. We're chilling, and then they're like, oh, we're going to hit up Finitos. I don't know if you've ever had Finitos. Blows no. EGs out of the fucking water. Oh, okay. Well, like, Tell me about it. Like, So, Katya, since we've been together, we've been together six years now, right? Yeah. And shout out. D- d- yeah, shout out. Clap, hand clap. Yeah, I mean, the Joe's over there just like nodding. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. that nod of approval. Kind of tipping <laughs> I see you. It's like, enjoy your cigar, Joe. Just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, for four years, for the past four years, Katia has been talking about this finito spot. And you know how, like, there's sometimes when your friends hype you up about shit, but you know they're overhyping it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't it. Like, it was one of those things where, like, you knew there had to be some smoke to the fire because of the type of passion she would talk about. Right. She had this deep deep love for this place Finitos and would talk about it all the time like if we ever go to Nogales we have to give Finitos best shaved ice you'll ever have in your life and I'm like oh okay whatever and she's like you like EG's better than EG's and I'm like that's bold because <laughs> like you talk to anybody from Tucson they're like oh EG's is fucking god mode like like they're like I would kill for some EG's but like you go to Finitos bro like I got this I'm looking at the menu and it's like you got the finitos flavors, which is all the shaved ice, but then they yeah. had ice cream as well. Yeah. So I get just like a little medium cup, probably about like, compared to this cup, probably about right there. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that's a pretty good size. Bottom half of it, ice cream. Top half of it, Jolly Rancher finitos. Um. And just, I'm seeing the lady fucking putting this thing together. First of all, the ice cream, fire. Like, that it, it almost tastes like a soft serve ice cream. That's like that hand churn stuff, man. Yeah, where it's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, took a scoop of that, bottom of the cup, scoop of the finitos on top of the cup, and so like the finitos is shaved ice, and so yeah. it's just melding into the ice cream, bro. When I tell you that shit's life, that shit is life. <laughs> and like Katya started telling me the story of like the people that actually own the spot have owned it for over thirty years. 
and like they make their shaved ice in house. And like you know, like when you have like shaved ice at like a fair or something, it always just you taste mostly the ice and then yeah. you, like whatever fucking syrup they throw in there. Yeah. This yeah. you don't even taste the ice. It's just pure flavor hitting you in the face. Oh, that's great. And yeah. it's like sweet but not overly sweet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I had that and I was like, we have to come back for this. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're doing the damn thing for 30 years and still Facts. running strong. That's, Facts. That's a beautiful thing, man. And she was saying, like, well, they wanted to uh, expand their business and open one up in Tucson, and I got excited for it, but I guess something fell through and they decided not to. And I was sitting there thinking about it just as a businessman, right? And I'm yep. like, so business-wise, like money-wise, it makes sense to to expand and fucking try to grow. Sure. But where it comes to them, like, it's like a little mom-and-pop shop family owned and it's when you go to it it it's like a little house just in the middle of this like chill ass neighborhood right and when we pulled up the first thing her brother said was yo i'm surprised there's not that many people here and i'm like what is this place usually popping he's like oh you have no idea (laughs) so we go in and like the guy that was in there would like that was already in there ordering and everything like he had this big ass like childlike smile on his face yeah, and like yeah. he knew the people that were working there he's having a conversation with the lady and everything and then like I first sign I saw when I came in it was cash only right and I was like okay so it's a little cash spot smallest $2 medium $3 largest $4 and that's there are only three sizes and whatever you want and if they could fit it in that cup that's all you're paying and I'm right. like this is a fire-ass business model. Yeah. But, like, we went in there right as we're all putting in our orders. I turn around and look at the door, and there is a fucking line behind us. Like, <laughs> mind you, there was nobody there when we pulled up. And then right as we got inside, all of a sudden there's, like, kids, adults, and, like, people just from around the neighborhood surrounding the spot. That are just, it's like an old school ice cream stand. Just standing outside waiting to get their finitos. And as soon as we left, I was like, yeah, we got to hit this spot again. This shit's fire. Dude, that is hilarious. That's like opening the cellar door in the eye of the hurricane. Facts. You know, the eye of the tornado <laughs> where it's just like, hey, there ain't much going on here. Yeah. And then like that episode of The Simpsons where yeah, it's like, yeah. I didn't know the bowling alley was up in the sky. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> more like that that energy of like you remember when the yakuza and the mafia are fighting in the front yard and there's that one yakuza dude in the full white suit doing nothing he's just standing in the middle and yeah. homer's just staring at him and marge is like honey we need to go inside we can't be out here it's dangerous she's like but he's gonna do something amazing i just know it then the whole family goes inside they're sitting at the table then he goes flying through the window and through the table gets up yeah, cleans yeah. himself off goes forgiveness please and then runs out and you see homer like Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or actually, like when he when he closes the door, all you hear is like a, yeah. just like a crack, <laughs> just like oh, like, shit, like a crack in the thud. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. But uh, after we hit Finitos, went back to her mom's house, a nice little cozy spot, just hung out with the family. But what was funny is. I didn't know what the game plan was going to be from there. Uh-huh. And then her brother starts mentioning, oh, we're going to go up to Tucson, hit Guadalajara, and like get some food. So her mom's like, oh, I get to spend my day with my kids, and like we're going to go get some Guadalajara. Mind you, her and I were completely like, 
okay, we're getting Guadalajara. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just 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 going up to Tucson from Nogales. Because how far is from uh, Nogales from Tucson? Just for forty-five minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. So you're going to run forty-five minutes to go to a. Would you say like more of like a mid uh, Mexican restaurant? I'd say so. Yeah. I feel like I've been to better ones in Guadalajara. Although Guadalajara is fire, though. Well, then that wouldn't really be mid, though. I mean, like, there's, well, like, it's, certain it's fire, aspects of I feel of like it, right? there are better Mexican restaurants. Do you want to be on? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so I'm just thinking, the, you know, the the salsa and guacamole right there. Yeah, yeah. The table two, side? That's, yeah, table side guacamole. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's right? just dope. I mean, that's, like, like, a calling card right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't have guacamole, but, like, fire. They but, still make that table side Guadalajara so fucking good. Or the table side um, uh, salsa, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. But yeah, I I know it was a surprise party. I thought you I thought I told you that well, it was yeah, a no, surprise you party. Didn't tell Sorry. Me it was a surprise party, but then when Eddie threw the Guadalajara line out there, I was yeah. like, oh, so this is what we're selling. Okay. <laughs> so initially, we go to her grandparents' house to pick up her grandparents. Yeah. And then Eddie gets in the car with his mom. We get into the car with the grandparents, and we're driving, and we're basically going to this house in Rio Rico. Okay. So, when we get there, like, Eddie had just pulled up. We pulled up behind him. We're helping Grandpa out of the car, and her mom's, like, suddenly doing detective work. Because um, she's like, I know that car, I know that car, I know that <laughs> car, and I know that car. And she got suspicious because my grandpa is, like... Is it on? Yeah. Sorry. Um... My grandpa is uh, over the age of 80. Like, he's close to his 90s, probably. Yeah, he's like an OOG. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah, he definitely OG, is. OG. Yeah. But, um, he, uh, do I sound good? It's, you'll hear it after the podcast. Yeah, we'll hear okay. it later. But, yeah, it's like, he's like the same guy that probably, like, ran with, like, Pancho Villa and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not that old man. Her grandpa's an OG. That dude's dope. Yeah, he was born in 1935. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he's a. Uh, um, he needs to use a cane to walk around. So he's very slow when he's walking and getting out of the car. Yeah. So my mom is used to having him with her um, every time that they come up to Tucson or yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. So whenever. They're just doing a short trip to go somewhere else or to pick up somebody and go somewhere else. My grandpa stays in the car. So she noticed us helping my grandpa get out of the car. Oh. And that's when she's like, wait. She's like, hold on. I know. Why getting out? And where's, who's all these cars? And then she walked to like, the, they had this like big ass sliding gate that's like at the end of the driveway. Yeah. So when she gets to that gate, she can kind of see around the house and she sees that little shed thing that they had built. Yeah. And yeah. there was just like a door frame open. So she saw, she didn't see what was inside, but she could see there were lights. Yeah. And so she was like, uh. Dude, this sounds like some Metagear solid, like, bloop. Yes. <laughs> so it was great. So uh, her her and I are helping her grandpa. Eddie goes walking with his mom and his grandma over, and as soon as they get into the room, they start blasting this mariachi music, and they're yelling, happy birthday, and her mom is floored by this. Like, she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, they had the whole place done up. There were, like, fucking sombreros on the wall. 
they had all these like little banners with like Mexican flags and like it was like a whole Mexican like like just themed party. A Mexican family throwing a like Mexican party. Like, you know, La Raza type <laughs> shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one of her cousins had like this uh I thought they were real bullets until I got closer and I actually felt them and I, it was like fifty cow bullets, but like <laughs> Oh, like, like on a, a bandolier. Yeah. 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 Just, like, across <laughs> the chest. Yeah. Dude, like uh I don't think it was one of your Theos, the dude with the cowboy hat and the epic mustache. That's technically a Theo now. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's so, dating my, my godmother. Most Mexican uh, dude okay, I've ever sure. actually seen him in my life. <laughs> cowboy hat. Thick ass mustache, cowboy boots, fucking had one of those little fucking bandoleros on and shit, like fucking fire. And we call him El Vaquero, because he, vaquero? yeah, because he <laughs> actually has a ranch, and well, they call him Vaquero, and he, he stayed true to the party. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a cool ass fucking vibe, dude. The thing I couldn't get out of my head though, and it made me laugh harder, like just on the inside. She's got a cousin named Steve that I swear to you, like facial. Just structure, like fucking beard, everything. He looks like a bigger flow train. What? Swear to God. <laughs> he like, oh. like, I wanted to take a selfie with him and send it to flow train and be like, yo, I found your older brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, that one right there. Oh my God. Doesn't he look just like flow train? Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> it's kind of weird because it looks like, because he has like, um, like some patches yeah, yeah. on the bottom he where it's had, like the Harley race going on. Yeah, at first I'm thinking those are some epic button shops. But I'm like, oh, they all connect. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's definitely like a flow uh, yeah. side profile for sure. That's what Eddie was calling him El Wapo like <laughs> El Wapo, el jefe, el compa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's got the half for it for sure. <laughs> Yeah. It was cool. To, it was cool just hanging with the family, though. But like, like I said, the thing that just got me was like how chill her mom was, and like you could tell she was just she was in her energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a di- way different change of pace. Facts. And Completely. It was, dope. it was dope. Yeah. Like that's the first time in a long time that I visited family, and I left with a huge smile on my face. Like, it was insane. My cheeks were hurting when we got here because I just could not stop smiling. It was oh, insane. Oh, oh, just like one pair of cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I was clenching my ass cheeks the entire time. <laughs> you were like, where's the other shoes going to drop soon at one point? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, and Dara told me, keep that ass tight, and I kept it tight. <laughs> kept the ass tight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Endera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, but that—that's beautiful, though. I mean, it's really. I mean, because like whenever you, because that's the goal, right? Whenever you want to go visit family and want to visit people that you care about, you want to walk away with a good feeling. Yeah, well, most definitely. You know, and yeah, you want to walk away with that good feeling and that people around you were enjoying themselves and enjoying like you know just that little portion of your life where y'all made the time to be around one another and one of my uh or my uh my uh 
uh, sister-in-law, I guess, my, cu- my, my brother's fiance, yeah. uh, she mentioned something that actually is true. All of the parties that they have done in my aunt's place, at my godmother's place, uh-huh. has always been either one of my cousins, one of my aunts, one of my uncles, one of my, well, for my grandparents, and my mom has always been helping out in the parties. She's always the one that's been helping how This is probably the first time that we've celebrated her party, like her birthday like this. Wow. Yeah, because normally she wants to come up here to Tucson to, to hang out with us. Yeah. But she decided to, um, but my brother had the idea of like, no, we should just do a surprise party for her. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. That, that's, that's, uh, that's honestly a great idea. Good. Yeah, so we decided to do that. Go, like, like probably two, three hours into this party. Her mom comes up to me all on some detective stuff and goes, I have to ask you a question, Mijito. And I'm like, what's up? She goes, did you know? And yeah. I was like, what? And she goes, did you know? And I was like, did I know what? And she's like, did you know about this? I like, all I knew was we were going to Guadalajara. <laughs> I was like, of course I knew. And she was like, <sighs> She was like, that's a great one. That's great. Thank you. That's Thank you. That, that was great. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna try. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like just the whole vibe, and it was funny because uh, initially I drank a sprite, and then uh, I think one of her deals was like, "Oh, we got beer in this cooler over here." I said, oh no, my brother comes up to you and he's like, "Hey, the best beer is well, in that well, fridge." No, no. So the, your uncle first was like, "Beer's in that cooler." Oh Have yeah, yeah. Light, pop it open, and I'm sitting there drinking it. And Eddie was off doing something else. Yeah. But then he comes out, sees me drinking this Coors. He comes up, gives me a cheers, and goes, what are you drinking this shit beer for? <laughs> and I go, well, it was the only beer I found. And then he turns and he points at this fridge and goes, that's where the good shit is. Yeah. And I was did like, 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 did it have like an aura or a glow around it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a white fridge, so. <laughs> it's like fucking you open the fridge and it's like that life from Pulp Fiction when they open the case. <laughs> yeah, so are we good? Oh, we good. (laughs) Yeah. That beer was awesome. That beer was fire. It's uh, a... Your uncle was like, oh, well, you need to be careful because, like, it's got 4% alcohol. I'm like, bro, I drink beers that are, like, 8%. This is shit. (laughs) (laughs) But he mentioned how he will affect... That's how the beer is going to affect your appetite or something like that. We're like, oh, okay. After what, three beers? You were full. You weren't hungry. You were full. Well, it was oh, like wow. filling me up just because it was a it was an amber beer, but then like it was filling me up to the point where I just had to go pee, broke the seal, and then after that I was just drinking beer after beer after beer after beer. Yeah. And then I was I was feeling bad because I was like, Yo, Eddie, I, I realized I had like seven or eight, and he was like, Yeah, me too. I was like, I'm gonna drink all the beer. Then he just turns and points. And next to another fridge, there's like 12 cases of beer. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. We're Mexicans. We party, bro. We party, yo. yo. <laughs> it's like, yo, we Mexicans. Like, soy, soy Mexicano, man. We, Facts, yeah. Pretty I'm much. Saying, like, uh, it's like, nosotros, um, oh, shit, what is the party? Nosotros somos la raza. Yeah, but. Wait, what are you trying no, to say? No, no, it's like, it's like, we're Mexican, we party. Ah, oh, somos mexicanos. Yeah. Siempre hacemos fiestas. Yeah, ah, tiramos pachanga. That's how we say it. <laughs> yeah, pachanga is like uh, uh, another word of calling it parties, basically. So fiesta is the proper way to say party, but pachanga is like, that, that, that's where we get down. Okay, so <laughs> we fiesta, fiesta is like sure. just the party, but to get down. 
It's the pachangas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fire. But like I I drank a lot, like a lot, a lot. But like when we were leaving, I was like, I barely caught like a buzz. Yeah. But the thing that hit me the most, I don't think I've ever peed that much in my life. Um, really? When we went to QT, when we got back into town. Oh, yeah. I just went to the bathroom first, and, like, I'm sitting there peeing. And, like, you ever had one of those, like, when you're peeing, and, like, a good minute goes by, and you feel like you're done, but then you look down, and you're still peeing? It just... <laughs> it's like your body just went into autopilot mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you, like, start, like, counting, like, the divots in... In the, the wall. Like, in, in the wall and shit like that. Be like, one, two, three, four... So 78, like, 79... Uh, <laughs> what's happening? I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but then everything is... all Like, all of them are, like, taken up, but then you got, like, three people just, like, tapping their foot, just, like, looking at their watch, like, waiting for this to finish. Yeah, and like, like, you're almost done. I'm like, I, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Oh man, I gotta go, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was dope. Like that whole night was so fucking dope. No, but that's great though. Uh, you know what? You love to see it. Facts. I love to see it. I love to see. Honestly, it. I we got, got shot glasses. Talk with Eddie, like fucking sitting there. Evelyn was making me laugh all night. I want to get her on this podcast because she said she got some horror stories. So I told Ooh. her I was like October second, let's get it. She has she has real life ghost stories, which I've heard, and they're. Fucking creepy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, because I remember she used to live by the public library. Yeah. And in that neighborhood, there's a whole bunch of houses that have been there since Nogales became a city or a well, town. You, well, you know, that's where people like start to disappear, right? The library. Facts. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they go in and you never see. Because <laughs> mostly they like they like leave and go to university, you know what I mean? But oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of the same thing. Like, like we never saw them no, again. He was reading books. <laughs> the next, you know, ghost. ghost. <laughs> we, we got we get letters every like three every three years. Oh I don't God. know where. But it's great because where she used to live, it's this little apartment uh, buildings, and it was right in front of the public library. And it's right behind a, uh, a, a Christian church. So it's like, oh. <laughs> the house that her mom lives in now, though, like right across the street, the, there was this big fucking house. Like, yeah. it, it's weird. It's almost like a mansion in the middle of a regular neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But apparently the, it was yeah, like one assholes. of the oldest houses in Nogales. And apparently it's like a landmark. In it's the a city. landmark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like like a new construction. No, it's no, 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 no. It's it's very. It's it, they're over a hundred. Yeah. It's like okay. two stories and like the width of this house. Like just so like you're seeing like her house is on this neighborhood and it's like like her apartment is basically just a house but it's split in half. Yeah, yeah. So like like it's just like this long stretch of of a place for her. But when you come out, it's like, there's this house right here. There's another one. Like, there's, like, an open space right here. Then a couple houses on the corner here. Okay. And it's, like, the little alcove that wraps around. And then all of a sudden, this big fucking house. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> and then another tiny one on the corner here. And I'm just like, something around here is not like the others. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but y'all know what I mean though. We was talking like you got got the the hood rich dude. Yeah, where yeah. it's just like I want to live here. I'm gonna build a new house and it's gonna be three levels and shit like that. It's gonna block everyone's view of everything. Right. And you know, like he's got like the big bars and shit like that. Yeah. But it's like on a really shit street on a shit neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to have like it's just Paul Pippen for sure. Yes. <laughs> because you you always know those type of folks where it's like, yo man, in twenty years this neighborhood's gonna turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in on the ground floor. (laughs) Yeah, he got to see a little bit more of my childhood neighborhood. Like he told you about the finitos. Yeah. uh, She was putting that shit over like consistently for four years straight. So I was like, all right, we got to peep this. And I see you in your shirt. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Well, I mean, speaking of, um, you know, going back and showing like pieces of your uh, childhood um like i said guys i've been in texas for like the last three months uh mainly there to take care of moms because she was having like the uh ice she had eye surgery you know yeah, cataract yeah. surgery you know just like your moms yeah you know what i mean except your mom was smart enough to take care of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> or or at least you know we like had a call and we just we heard about you know what happens if you don't facts and yeah she sucks at like taking eye drops but she was just like after hearing that story for about like five minutes she was just like no 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 go ahead go ahead she's like <laughs> opening her shit herself yeah like, i was sitting there on the like, phone like, with kyle and i was telling him what happened with my mom and she heard it and she was like uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> she's literally in the in her lazy boy chair and shit like that putting her eyes open like it was like clockwork orange oh my god <laughs> Jeez. Not making her watch anything she doesn't want to watch, though. <laughs> I got a question for you, Kyle. What's up? The night before you left Texas, uh-huh. did you did you start singing? Um, what was that song? Um, I wanna wake up in Texas. The ocean's the place for a squirrel. Did you pull Sandy from SpongeBob SquarePants? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wanna wake up in Texas. And the prettiest place in the world. But you know what? Oh I no. I also feel a little bit offended though that you would compare me to Sandy. <laughs> I'm like You present this man with such stature in society as Sandy Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks is smart, you're smart. <laughs> But she's also Sandy Cheeks. What are you trying to say? You got cheeks. Uh, I got the yeeks for days. Yes, you do. Bruh, you ripped your pants when you helped us move our, our fucking couches. Okay, that is very true. <laughs> and then sold it for the rest of the day. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gave my mom a show. Thanks. I was incredibly... Th- I, I gave everybody a show at that point. Um, there- you remember that uh, one woman that was like following us? That was in, the highlight uh, of the day right there. When <laughs> we were in the Depot. store. And so <laughs> Kyle pulled up his shirt and is walking around with his tear in the back of his ass. And this woman is just. <laughs> she was just staring all through, following us the whole store. She was following us around. I'm talking about like taking, t- taking the same corners around the aisles and shit. And then as soon as I'm like looking behind, she's just point, like, you know. Pick this up, he starts doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, I start shifting to like legs wide, walking like wide. a cowboy. Yeah, 
Ryan's like, like, like just walking bow legged, you know, <laughs> first down the court. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like pointing to where like the nuts, the bolts, and like where the fucking lumber is. Facts. Be like, yeah, you need two by four. You need you know four by eight. Okay. Right over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing to the wood with my wood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Classiest dick jokes you will ever get. Kyle Hughes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Yes, I will be. I will not be here all week, actually. Uh, oh, that's true. You're heading to Argentina, huh? No, no. But talking about childhood and my yeah. wood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when my mom was uh, good enough to actually. Not need the medication, and I was just there just to you know just check up on her, take her some of the doctor's appointments. I actually went back to Houston a few times mm-hmm. and uh, met up with some friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, met up with some friends that I have now that have actually moved to Houston. Yeah, and um, literally like the people, like there was like three friends that moved to Houston yeah. recently. And they only know me from Arizona, right? right. So I'm telling stories. I'm telling, I'm like all of this, just like off the wall bonker shit that usually people make up, right? I mean, one one story to say, right? Be yeah. cool. Well, I was able to take three, well, actually four of them, um, because one of them is actually getting married, mm-hmm. and his fiance is actually from Houston. Okay. So I actually took them back to one of my to my barber shop where they saw me grow up since I was like eleven, and you know were there got, still some old heads working there that you knew? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the guys that one of the young guys when I was a little kid, he ended up buying out the interest of the guy that started the shop. Oh shit! You know, okay. shout out to Q, man. Love you, brother. Uh, Q, Mr. Joe, everybody at uh, Phase Two. Phase Two, in, yeah, shop. Phase Two in Houston. It's on the, it's on the corner of um, West Belfort and South Gessner. Fire. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, they they saw me grow up. You know, I me mean, they made me they they helped me become make me become the man I am today. You know, the one that shit talking can talk off the you know top of your head. Um, Things we love to see. Yeah, the folksy, the folksy music. I mean, the folksy wisdom, the music, the sports. I'm talking about. We watch tapes. You know what I mean? Like Hagler Leonard. Ooh. We're talking about. Um, you know, Hearns. the Rumble in the Jungle. Ooh. Yeah, I'm talking about like. It was. I mean, Classics. it was literally a black barbershop that was bringing up young men. That's you know what fire. I mean? Bringing That's up young fire. men into becoming men. That's Not just shit. like, we come in boys and you walk out men. That's you know? dope. And these are guys that stick with you, you know what I mean? It'd be like, I still send them a message at least one time a year, you know what I mean? Just check in on them, see how they're doing. That's good shit. And, yeah, and I'm just proud of them, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, they're proud of me. They see me where I've, where I've been and where I'm going. It's... You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So now, at least the people that knew me from outside of Texas and Arizona, at least they know that I'm not a serial killer and I'm just, like, taking somebody else's identity. <laughs> <laughs> and some most of these stories are true, you know? So yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. And, and, yeah, like I said, man, just, like, 
being back home, it makes you appreciate where you've been, where you're going, and to have people be happy for you that you're doing well, even if they're not integrally necessary for that improvement, for that happiness. Yeah. They're just happy that you're happy and happy that you're doing well. That's the type of stuff that makes you... That's the best shit, right? Yeah, that makes you want to keep going even harder. You know what I mean? And Most definitely. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Most definitely. That's the best shit. Like, it's always just good feeling, like, getting into a place, especially when you've been there, like, when you were younger, and then, like, people remember you, and then it's like, you just get to catch up, and it's still, like, that same vibe that you had, that where you know it's good shit. Yeah. That's the best shit. Yeah, I felt that when my cut with my um. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. It, it, oh, sorry. Yeah, you can go ahead and talk, but um, but yeah, and it's also one of those things too where it's like I always try to be have try to pr- you know provide value for others, right? Yeah. And, and you know, being the well, well, well the official official, um, you know, accountant, financial advisor, blah blah, blah for the Heel Face Podcast. And he's not a cop. Relax. And it, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I mean, it's like with the skills that I have, I'm helping create value for, you know, people that do have businesses or trying to get into business or, you know, um, trying to get their money right and or people trying to find avenues to invest. You know, it's like. And I'm usually not even asking for anything. It's like, okay, you're my peoples. I want to see you win too. And I'm putting people together so they can make their own music. And, you know, like my people say, you got an idea, you got cash. You know, let's, it's everybody win, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the type of shit that I love. And, like, that helped me solidify even more. It's like, yeah, I am on the right track, right? Most definitely. And considering that the right track, um, I have recently moved departments inside of Hillface Enterprises. You know, um, since know. Yeah, can, of course we are world famous. Naturally. Yeah, I mean, I mean, nobody follows us, but we are still world famous. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, they are definitely they, they opened up. The, you know, they're um, since we are international, they're. We're expanding even oh, more. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Um, oh, I've, been, I've been getting the emails. I've been seeing the moves that are making. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the leadership for the... Um, for the Huevos en la Boca? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, department, yeah, division? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I they know Susio was trying to get a piece of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he was in a running for it, but, you know... Is that why he reached out to me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, Pervert? But, but yeah, thankfully, though, <laughs> um, I, your boy... Is leading the team. Let's go. Yeah, mainly because you need they needed somebody with the experience and with the equipment to uh, get the job done. So, yeah, no. You got the package. Yeah. Quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, what I'm talking about. But yeah, so it's even better, man. So my I'm man. like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you know, you know, your boy's moving up the world. Let's you know get what it. I mean? It's good shit. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good shit, my dude. Yeah. And, uh. you know, of course, for my uh, first trip, I'll be heading down to Argentina, um, you know, next week. 
Yep. And just um, laying out and look. Well, yeah, laying out the field, seeing mm-hmm. what everything's going on, do a scouting trip. I have a question. And I mean, it's like I, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but I do have to ask: Is Manny still going to be banned from the new office? That one is a bit more. That's a bit more tricky. Yeah. Because the old office, most definitely, because it's like that. That fax machine. It. There are very unspeakable things that happen to the fax machine yeah. and the print and the uh, copier. Yeah. You know, because oh, it's a copier fax machine combo. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Well, the fact that he sent that faxed, yeah, we can't. No. Did it got sticky? We can't talk about that. Okay. Yeah, that, that one's definitely more <laughs> But I will say though, yeah, at the least, whole office like fucking. Yeah. Who's this man? <laughs> the whole office. <laughs> I mean, he, he still has like his pictures up, like his outlaw Josie Wales. You know what I mean? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, but the, you know, the Latin American office, you know, branch, it's like, um, maybe, perhaps, you know what I mean? They're a little bit more accepting of, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, uh, no, I wouldn't say, what do you call himself? It's, it's not a banana. It's not an Oreo. What did the hell do you call himself? A coconut? Coconut, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little more accepting of coconuts. <laughs> You know, so shout out to Daddy Manny. Yeah, so he has, so he has a bit of a change. Yeah, Yeah. shout out, man. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah, he's gonna be uh, getting some surgery on his tooth here in October, so there's gonna be a lot of point five. So for a little while, there's gonna be a little lack of. Yeah, it's like, it, there might be that, but there might be a little more of this. Oh my god. <laughs> a lot of that. Not snake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of that and a lot of... Perfect. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> Because, I mean, I left y'all for way too long. How dare you? Yeah. And I mean, it's it's and, all good. We held the fort down, though. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I am... And then you're going to leave us for another week. I'm doing the Philly D a little bit, you know. I love everybody's faces. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's faces. All of them. It's like, your face, I love that shit. Get me a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, did you tell him the racist jokes my brother was pulling on us? <laughs> this, is something, this is something that's also like blow my mind, right? Like, we've been together for six years, and like I, I had a good one-on-one conversation with the brother. Yeah. And he's gotten so comfortable with me that like he's starting to make like little little pot shot black jokes at me. <laughs> okay. Like we're at Finitos, right? Yeah. And just casually. I'm so like Mom, Eddie, Katya, me, we're just looking up at the menu. Eddie looks over his shoulder at me and goes, you know they have watermelon flavor, right? Just casual. <laughs> just like, man, if I didn't love you, I'd slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my goodness. So, so okay, so you saying... I'm going to get him on the podcast. Eddie is funny as shit. <laughs> that dude is hilarious. Eddie... 
her brother, yeah. Yasunu brother-in-law, is he's started to become a habitual line stepper. Oh, habitually. Uh, <laughs> a what? A habitual line stepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Puma, where, it's, where she's like, you know, sitting on top of a table, and there's like a glass right there. Yeah. And you're at the other end, and you're just like, don't touch it. And she's just like, keep pawing at it, pawing at it, pawing at it. And when you get up, be like, don't you, don't you, don't you. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much, like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Why are you like this?" She's like, <laughs> "Don't give me that attitude." <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, line stepping, there is this. Um, I think I sent both of y'all this video, where okay, so I will say though that social media is definitely like a drug. You know, what I mean, it's made to be addictive, right? Right. And mine is my social media of choice is YouTube. And I get all the shorts. Yeah. yeah. Like because okay, here's the whole thing. Shorts are pretty much um They're like you reels. know, TikToks that are ripped off and put on Instagram. They actually don't. Cause a friend of mine definitely told me I did this inception thing. Yeah. Where I look at YouTube shorts. Yeah. But they're rip offs to put the rips of TikTok. And I send the ten tend to send these ripped TikToks off YouTube shorts through Instagram to people. So I'm using three different... I'm utilizing three different platforms just to send like a six-second fucking dumb video. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But yeah, one of the videos was like this mom... And she's like telling like really dumb dad jokes... Yeah. ...to her like grown kids... And there was one where it's like you know like over the shoulder, um, like selfies, like like so like you know over the, over the shoulder videos where she's like one shoulder and not the other one. Yeah, yeah. And she's literally in the backyard, um, talking to her daughter, and she's like, "Hey, do you do you know why uh, men get on one knee to propose to a woman? Why?" And she's just cracking herself up. She's like, <laughs> "He's talking to the kid, honey. He ain't talking to you." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? And then it pans over to her husband. <laughs> wow. Like, Jake, is this true? <laughs> and he's just like flump, fumbling with the door, trying to, like the latch, trying to fix like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, yes, don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, that shit's funny as fuck. Yeah, every now and then, like, like he'll just, he'll be sending me, like, It'll either be something really funny mm-hmm. or something that he knows I'm going to be like, this is dumb as shit. Yeah. It's funny. Or it'll be something like, that'll be like dropping jewels. And it's just the the plethora of the stuff that I get from Kyle. Is all of it's always gold. <laughs> I'm taking, because here's, here's the thing that I have learned, though, is that you got to, you have to target your shit, right? Oh, 100%. Like, there's stuff that's universally funny, but... Depending on the person's experience and how close you are to them, sometimes they will see it. It's like you'll send it to them, they'll see it, and they'll never respond. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they will see it, they respond, like put like a fucking emoji or a reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. And then there are some other times where they literally just put like you know an actual message behind it. Yeah. I have like a thirty percent success rate for like actually getting messages. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Because well, there's sometimes like where I'll see your stuff, but I'm like in the middle of either working or I'm doing something, and like yeah. there are times when I'll actually write out a message and forget to hit send. 
<laughs> and then so I'm sitting there like, why the fuck hasn't Kyle responded to me? And I'm like, I haven't even hit send yet. <laughs> yeah, and I tend to, my, my uh, social battery tends to run out a lot. So yeah. I'm just scrolling through Facebook, just seeing stupid things and TikTok on Instagram too. Oh my God, her TikTok game is absurd. <laughs> like, I'm going to show you something, Kyle. I, I haven't even looked at my TikTok and I can tell you exactly what the fuck it's going to look like. Well, that, <laughs> like, well, that's the whole thing where it's like, again, social media is more of like a drug. Uh, that is more of like, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, it, it's not it's not crack. It's more like heron. Heron. Or, you know, heroin. Like, black tar shit. Yeah. It, like, that's what I think TikTok so is. Like, black tar heroin. Follower here, and then five from her, one from her, nine from her, nine from her, two from him, and then 34 from the girlie. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't even looked at them, have you? No, he hasn't. Wow. yeah. Well, it's because I... So, with TikTok, like, I basically have my uh, algorithm set to where I get most of like funny animal videos or yeah. comedic skits and things like that. So And political things tend to come through too because I've been seeing like um, people expressing things out in the world, their own opinions, some opinions I believe in and just learning about different cultures too so i've been learning a lot from there but most of the time has been funny things and i have to share it to Stuart because a lot of it is our inside jokes too <laughs> okay yeah. and like there's like with her like i said it's always consistent i'm either gonna get some funny animal videos or stuff that i know she thinks is funny but i'm kind of like meh but every now and then, she'll drop one gem on me that's just genuinely fucking hilarious. Like, just, there are some TikTokers where it's like, you look at their channel and you're like, they're trying, but it's like, you're you're trying to force the funny, but then there's yeah. stuff that's where it's like, it's just naturally like, hits you like a bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that shit. Like, to this day, still one of the funniest... There were two that stick out in my mind that she sent me. The, the first one was this chick sitting at a table, drinking a glass of water, and, like, the shot, the camera shot's, like, over her right shoulder. Yeah. And then, so you just see her sitting there. And then she grabs her water, drinks it real quick, and slams it down on the table, then gets up and walks across the room. Uh-huh. And, like, the person filming her is following her. But across the room, you see somebody on the floor with their hands tied behind their back and a piece of tape over their mouth. And so she walks over to them and goes, I'm not going to ask you again, and rips the tape off and goes, where's the clitoris? He goes, I'm not going to fucking tell you. Fuck you. She slaps him across the face. Where's the clitoris? He goes, fuck you. <laughs> Just no context. Fucking hilarious. And then the other one was, I forget who the, who the creator was, but it was this dude getting annoyed with the English language. Yeah. And so he's like talking about words. He's like, there are some of these words that they they aren't pronounced the way that they're spelled. And he's like, like, this is how... He, is, he puts up the word colonel, and yeah. he's like, how do you say this? No, that's not how you say it. He goes, that's colonel. He's like, this is how you spell colonel. It's K-E-R-N-E-L. Yeah. <laughs> but he was doing that with multiple words, and it's just fuck... It was so stupid, but it was so hilarious. Yeah. Because, like, you see his frustration with words... <laughs> Like, yeah, you just like getting frustrated in German or something. Facts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so 
again, I want to test my theory out in this one since y'all, since you send him so many uh, videos. What would you say the ratio is from female creators and male creators? Of the videos that she sends me? Yeah. That depends because it's kind of... I would say it's more like 60-40 female to male. Okay, cool. But like the male creators that she sends me is like stuff that either I already follow. Like Baby Simba, he's that dude that tells jokes to his friends. Yeah. Or it's like... Uh, like video games so it's like guys that are all in like group chats and video games and something funny happens and they film it okay. that was another one the prank call one mm-hmm. <laughs> like when they're just calling businesses fucking with them yeah that that one was pretty good but like a lot of the girl ones like her and my buddy ashley that i call the wife yeah both of them tend to randomly send me these random hot chicks on on tiktok <laughs> yeah and i mean the ratio between the Men, uh, men and women uh, creators on TikTok, it will vary because I can tell you for a fact with my con with the content that I get, yeah, your feed, yeah, with my feed, I gravitate more into the feminine side, okay, because I relate to a lot of the things that feminine, uh, like feminine people would be posting on their content, right? right. Um, and so that, and, that, and for the most part, that's a particular type of humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. In general, like, I, it would be hard for me to determine, like, who, which gender has more content than the other gender, or, like, vice versa. Okay. I don't know, it's... Well, that's my question, mostly, is, like, I'm I'm putting my theory into, like, I'm testing it out now, mm-hmm. and I'm continuing to do it, because this is definitely something that I... I stand on my square in this one, and I don't think that I'll ever move. Is that women are not consistently funny? Mm-hmm. Now they are—they're hilarious. I but, can second that to an extent, right? But they're not like consistently funny because their particular brand of humor is definitely going towards the feminine energy for sure. Yeah, but it doesn't like always translate to like the male audience, but. But the interesting part is that for comedy, it's mainly a huge male audience that is the consumer of the of the comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Where it's like women make a, a like a the majority of female comics they try to make um, comedy for the mainstream for both genders, but it mostly connects with women. But it's the guys that are actually following comics more than women are. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, if it's like a 60-40 split, how much of the 60 are more like hits and how much like are misses? So it really, like it depends. Because there are a couple of female creators that she's shown me that do have consistently funny stuff. Yeah. Um, like there's one chick that I follow that... Uh, she does stand-up comedy, but, like, she also does, like... T- like, she'll put up clips of, like, her comedy sets, but then there's also, like, just stuff of her, like, with her phone recording herself just talking. Yeah, yeah. But, like, all of her stuff is consistently funny as well. Yeah. But, like, I see what you're saying, where there's a lot of... A lot of chicks that it's, like, a lot of the humor is just based around either, like, deprecation of men or has to do with making fun of some kind of men or something like that and it's all towards the female audience i mean i could say the same thing with men true yeah yeah that's very true i mean and 
I would just say, like, the whole thing of, like, for the female audience, it's a lot of the the physical comedy, where mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, like, the, the facial expressions, it's a lot of context that is not explained during the comedy, it's more of, like, you know where I'm coming from, girls, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, and like yeah. the guys are just kind of lost. Be like, I have no idea where you're coming from. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what period pains are. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like I don't it's have like, cramps in a uterus that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I so could... it's like you know, it's a lot of humor where it's like it, there's a lot of in jokes that it doesn't work for a mass audience. Mm-hmm. But it's like a lot of stuff can be funny. It's just that it's extremely exclusive. You know what I mean? So, so that's why I always say that you know that, that's why I say that women are consistently funny for the masses because they want to get up to the level of a well, let's just put it out there like an Amy Schumer, right? right. You want to get to a level of a Kevin Hart or a Chris Rock, but it's like they're able to tell stories and in Amy Schumer's case, steal stories that are. <laughs> <laughs> That are funny to the widest audience possible, or at least it's on a human connection, not just a male or female connection, you know? So, that's why I'm like... Because I do come across a lot of female-centric comedy where it's just like... That shit really ain't funny. If maybe I had your experience, maybe I could chuckle, but... Even as a woman, I would think it wouldn't be that super funny for a woman. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be having like that full belly laugh, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, for... I Again, the content that I, that I get from not just TikTok, but from Instagram and from... Uh, sometimes from Facebook and, uh, and a lot from YouTube is um i try to mix it up with everybody especially in the in the political climate that we are yeah like i want to learn i've been wanting to learn a lot about um every kind of person like their like beliefs and how they see themselves and things like that and respect it and things like that but um yeah yeah i was just looking there's this um comedian uh, Amy Silverberg. Yeah. She is hilarious, dog. Mm-hmm. She is really, really funny. I need to check her, her out. Stuff. Yeah. 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 And, like, I guess what I was trying to say is, uh, is I 100% agree with you on that. Because a lot of women, a, a lot of women do, uh, gravitate to using, um, like, body image and, situations to make it into a comedic effort oh shit yeah there's also taylor tomlinson i think i've seen some taylor of her tomlinson. stuff she is freaking funny <laughs> oh i've seen her yeah she is hilarious yeah but sorry but, yes please go ahead no it's okay but like that's mostly the things that women uh gravitate to um especially when um a lot of the times we tend to use like the uh, misogynistic moments to turn them into a comedy, into a comedic effort. Because um, not gonna lie, sometimes they can be pretty funny. 
also like like comedy overall, male or female, is subjective. So yeah. like some stuff yeah. that we might find funny, somebody else might not. Right. Like the dark sense of humor I tend to have. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would like hear some of the jokes that I would tell and be like, <gasps> How dare you, you say that? Yeah. yeah. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is very subjective. Like I remember someone was trying to. Um, go after a comedian that I follow on 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 TikTok. I forgot his name, but the video was about. Um, we all know comedians tend to have hecklers come to their shows, especially yeah. when it's a small venue. So, I like to follow the vid- the videos that they post of hecklers just because of their comebacks. They're fucking great. Yeah, yeah, you gotta regulate. Yeah. yeah. So, I saw the whole video before people were trying to cancel him or whatever or try to call him out. And it was this person drunkenly interrupting the comedian during his set. Right. And so, of course, the comedian comes back to him and... You know, I've noticed they make this thing where they ask them who they are, what do you do, what yeah, do you do in life, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, try to get info. For yeah, them. and so they he was he was able to see who that person was, and that person was Native American. Yeah. And oh, started and they drunk, and they were drunk <laughs> at a comedy show. Yeah. So the the joke right wrote itself right there, and he right. started making jokes on that. Now, another person that I follow on TikTok, she is advocate towards her Native American side. She's Dene and, like, one of her uh, heritage and things like that. And she tried calling him out on that. Well, how are you going to call out? Did you press that? Because Running Bear couldn't handle his fire water and shit. Right. And when I saw that, I was like... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. When I saw that, I was like, okay, you're taking it out of context. Like, yeah, yeah it's it sucks that there's stereotypes and people use that against people, but you need to understand that happened at a comedy show. Right. People need to understand that jokes happen in comedies. And so sometimes... Comedy is all supposed to be jokes. It's all supposed but to like, be jokes, yeah. The thing is, like, if you're going to a comedy show, like, true fans of comedy understand that if you're going to be sitting in the front row, especially at a comedy show... Whether or not you know it's coming, you might be a target. Yeah, you, you pretty get much. This work. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then if you decide to stand up and try to interrupt the dude's set, because at the end of the day, when comedians are on the stage, that's their job. That's what they're doing to get paid. So, yeah. like, if you're interrupting their job, they're all within their rights to fucking verbally eviscerate you in front of the rest of yeah. the Yeah, and it's a show that they write, that they created. And it's... A, gr- a great asa- example would be like if you go to a play and you start interrupting that play. Yeah. Like that's exactly what a comedy That'd show be a great has. YouTube video though, just some guy at an orchestra going, no, 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 this is all wrong. <laughs> Basically. Like, how about like heckling a um, a painter? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, your lines suck. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna use that color palette? Ah, Pretty much. <laughs> and I think whack. The other <laughs> your fuchsias whack. <laughs> the other thing that I think a lot of people don't remember, or that they should remember, is that comedy shows are not supposed to be malicious towards anybody. Right. Right. And but a lot of tell that's a Kramer. Right. <laughs> a lot of woke on woke people tend to take uh, jokes t- too personal to the point where they want to get offended by it. When in all reality, it's like, did they mention your name? Chappelle stuff. Like, yeah. Like 
I remember we watched those sets. And, like, I know I'm not gay. We're not fucking LGBTQ plus all that noise. But, like, the way... But we support was, them. Yeah, the way he was <laughs> talking about it. And, like, how he explained how it had to be explained to him that he was being a bigot against them. That's what he was saying. But people took it out of context and they're like, he's a bigot against these people. And, mm-hmm. right, like, <laughs> and that's the thing. People don't it? listen to the whole story. And they want to jump into conclusions and assume things and it's like did you hear the entire situation yeah this is well, this is the problem of the society yeah it's like like even this podcast whatever we say on this show whether it be jokes or not could be taken out of context or someone could just take a clip of something mm-hmm. kyle said sideways that obsessed somebody's panties mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah yeah and oh yeah speaking of that we got oh man um <laughs> yeah my, my my close out with that one um, we but no, but, but, that. but that's yeah, the sorry. thing too where it's people are looking like it's it's projection, right? Yeah. Facts. It's like the people that are trying to cancel comedians for the jokes that they do and take them out of context, they are coming in with malicious intent mm-hmm. where the jokes and comedians are not doing it in malicious intent. Facts. So they're not they're just making jokes and making observations and seeing the funny in either bad situations or shitty situations yeah but then the people that are commenting on it trying to say that they're doing it because they want to be a bigot yeah they are the ones that are coming in with bad faith yeah because they're looking for something to happen because that's the only thing they can get out of their life that makes them either makes their money or two makes them feel like they're doing something in the world where they're or just relevancy. where they ain't doing shit. Relevancy, that, that's yes. pretty much yeah. Like that's I the was thing that makes them relevant is the outrage. Yeah, and it's like nah, and, dog. Nope, nobody yeah. really doesn't. Nobody really cares about what the fuck you think. Yeah, those people that like to take things out of context are the type of people that want to that are asking for the attention and they want to be looked like a hero because they call them out on something. When in the reality, it's like. No, you're what you're just doing is making someone look bad because you want to make yourself look good, you know? Yeah. And it's like that that's not going to get you good karma. Yeah. That's true, <laughs> true. That, that actually uh, reminds me of something that happened like a month ago or so and people are still talking about it where you got this white dude on TikTok, right? And he's just like I went to all 50 states in the US. And he had a date in each one of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. White women. Yeah. It's a white dude who's in his pickup truck, in his fucking Wrangler jeans and shit, and you got black women getting pissed off that he's dating white women. Yeah. They're pissed off a white dude is dating white women. Yeah, I I'm saw that. Like, you're offended that he's not trying to dick down a black woman or a Latina woman? Or, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some, like, Mexican women in there, but they are like, you know, very, very fair yeah. Mexican women. Yeah. And so, but there was one white chick, I mean, I'm sorry, one black chick. I think she's mixed, but she's probably from, like, Michigan or something. And they just, like, totally overlooked her. But I'm just like, why in the hell are you mad and want to get other people mad about where a dude sticks his his swing swing because that's his preference. If you don't want to date a black chick, I don't give a fuck. It's that same crowd of people of like, if you don't date a transgender, you're transphobic. Nah, fuck you. Yeah. 
My body, my choice, bitch. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to put my some put my thing in something that's fucking uh, felonious. You know yeah. <laughs> so, so, something that so, something that's suspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, and like people, like that's it. that was insane to me when I first heard that because it's like, okay, so then if you don't want to date a straight person, that means that you're against heter heterosexual people. Then, like, you're gonna you're gonna be against that 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 type of sexual preferences and it's like make make it make sense make it make sense yep the math ain't math nigga. <laughs> basically the math is not math because here's the whole thing because once you actually go ahead and retort that it's like you know trying to trying to show at least like shit isn't balanced that then a lot of people that start with that bad faith argument they're gonna go well these like this certain amount, this certain group of folks that they don't identify with, they have been oppressed for so long and shit mm-hmm. like that, blah blah blah. And it's just like, wait a minute, you ain't even in this particular group. You're a quote ally, but now you're gonna talk to me on their behalf. And this is like third and fourth, you know, hand information. It's like playing a game of telephone <laughs> where it's like. You know, you have the messages all fucked up and like purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah. It's just like you don't even understand like what the actual initial message is. Yeah. You just adding shit on top because you thought, you know, this gives you purpose. Right. I'm like, fuck off. Facts. It's like, you know, it's like it's like when people try to speak up for black uh, on the on the behalf of black people. But try to put black men as an oppressor. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck off. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck all the way off. You know, I noticed that trend on on, uh, on TikTok. Because, again, I've been following a lot of, like, uh, political opinions and things like that. It just I just found it very interesting. But I've been seeing a lot of, like, uh, white people that are trying to be allies. Yeah. Quote-unquote allies. But then they come out by... I don't know, say that they got married at a plantation. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> fuck those people. I'm just saying, in the great words of Dave Chappelle. Or, here's another idea that's going to be very controversial. You could shut the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, that is true. A lot of people... <laughs> and we're talking about, like, fucking, like, because... One of the big things, especially when other people outside the black community tried to talk about, you know, the power dynamics yeah. in black America, mm-hmm. yeah. apparently everyone took fucking, uh, was it the color purple and uh, Tyler Perry to heart and literally thinking that like every other black man, especially like the dark skinned ones, are just beating people's asses, like beating their woman's asses left and right. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding Dude, we've been getting our ass whooped by black women since, like, 1872. You know what I mean? Once Reconstruction started, we were getting our ass whooped by our fucking women. (laughs) 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 Today, there was never a point in time where black men could tell uh, black women what the fuck to do. Yeah. There was at no point in time we could ever tell them that you ain't doing this shit. (laughs) Oh, man. I can find a good laugh track for this. There it is. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I respect black women. Like, I love black women. I love them all. If I wasn't dating still, I would would date a black woman. I mean, I respect them too. Call me. It's just that I respect them enough to see them as they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not putting like a fucking a Disney um, lens on him, right? You know what I mean? The aspirational lens. Like Princess Tiana? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that is. She's a princess and she she was one of the movies, Princess and the Frog. That's a good movie. I love it. She's beautiful. It was like the only black Disney princess up until they turned Little Mermaid black. Black. It broke a bunch of, it broke a bunch of white people. Yeah. <laughs> Which, not gonna lie, I saw the... this fictional character change races? (laughs) I saw saw a compilation of videos of moms showing the trailer to The Little Mermaid. And they see the... uh, You see the reactions of a little black girl seeing it. Uh They're like, she's black! She looks just like me! It broke my heart! They were so adorable. Yeah, that shit's adorable. (laughs) They're like, she looks just like me! Sure. Sure. And then people come out and be like, how dare they do this? You know, the thing is, is that, like, I got no problem with that. I ain't got no skin in the game, of course. I I mean, it's a fucking mermaid. They're not real. This is fantasy. Right. And you know, you know, like, the mermaids that actually are real, they probably have, like, a fish upper body and a fucking, like, human legs. No, it would be a manatee. It would be a manatee. Because that's how they first started. Yeah. When I don't know who it was, but it, it has been rec- it's been recorded that when pirates or or ships go through came here to this area and they saw a manatee and they thought it was a fucking mermaid. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so that solidifies it that um, men that are either on this says the navy or men that are extremely lonely and haven't had a woman in like months. They're they very horny. Yes. <laughs> They're like, if it's got holes in the titty, I'll put my dick in it. Oh, God. We'll fuck anything. You can't a chance. Fuck it. Verified. <laughs> Jeez. You're riches. Better than the Kung Nai. Fuck. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, hey, take a chance. You know, Columbus did. <laughs> no. Shout too soon. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Diaz. Man. <laughs> Yo, we gotta hit a comedy show sometime soon. Man. We really do. Last one we went to was a couple years ago at the Oddball Comedy Festival. That shit was fun. I want to do that again. Yeah. yeah. If they do another Oddball. I haven't seen any thing yeah. about Oddball Comedy Festival again. <sighs> Gotta go see fuck, dude. Joey Diaz killed that night. Oh, he's oh, great. You saw him alive? Yeah. So Joey oh, Diaz man. was there. Big J Okerson was there. Tom Segura, Joe Rogan. Like, there was so so much gold. Oh, that is insane. Was Bill it was Burr. it here in Tucson? Or was no, it, it was in Phoenix. It was at the okay. Action Pavilion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which that's a cool ass little venue too. Yeah. 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 Wait, is that the one downtown? Uh, no, it's just outside of downtown. It's that one where it's like, uh, it's basically like an amphitheater, so they have the stage, you have your stands, and then up on the top of that is like a grass area. It's on the west side of Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, okay. That shit's dope. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's super awesome. Like that card itself, man, is just oh, that's gold. Yeah, you can charge like two hundred bucks for that card. Oh, most definitely. <coughs> you know, How much were the tickets when we got them? General admission to like fifty or like forty, I think. Forty for each. Area. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a steal. Oh, it was a massive steal, bro. Like yeah. it was so dope, and the weather was nice that night. So like even because like. If you're sitting in the stands, they have, like, this awning, almost like a soccer arena that's yeah. covering the actual stands, and then the grass area is all open. Yeah, yeah. So it started, like, for us at, like, 6 p.m., and it was around, the t- around like, this time of year, but, like, the weather was actually nice. Like, the high that day was, like, 77. Yeah, it was oh, great. So by the time the night was going on, it dropped to, like, 68. Ooh, yeah, And baby. you know that, you know, like, a Phoenix 68 is different than, like, a fucking California 68. Yeah. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It was it was great. That nice little cool breeze and it's just it's fire. Not gonna lie, I kinda wanna see about George Lopez show coming up soon. Yeah. He's coming to uh Amphitheater? To the Amphitheater by Casino del Sol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing his um his casino circuit tour. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be dope. That is great. Oh, what a weekend, dude. Yes, I got a pain in my chest and I can't breathe. Can't breathe. <laughs> you got ice chest with you? Yeah. Yeah. I got pain in my chest and I can't breathe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, speaking of that, guys. Um, speaking of can't breathe. Um, <laughs> I may, because I am going to be on a lot of flights. I'm talking about long-haul flights going to um, Argentina. And it's way down south. Yeah, yeah. I know how that press goes. So Buenos Aires. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, and I mean, y'all probably got to do a little bit of uh, research sure about what's going on down there. Yeah. And I mean, if anything else, what I'm gonna try to do is like just have like a collapsible duffel bag and see if I could just like stuff that shit full of like mate. And uh, probably some like booze and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> I know. Every time you go international, you always come back with some kind of booze. <laughs> Dude, that chocolate uh, alcoholic drink that you brought from Brazil, fucking amazing. Oh, the cachaça. Yes. Yeah. We still got that in the fridge, yo. I think we still have a yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. You, you might want to be careful with that one, though. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to, you know, toss that one. <laughs> yeah. It's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, the chocolate. Yeah, it's like, nah. <laughs> but, <laughs> because, you know, it, it, it's meant to be drank, like, within, like, a week. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well. So you, you put that, like, you know, in your coffee and stuff yeah. like that, or you just, like, drink it straight, man. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's pure, I mean, like, because it's actually, like, coca locally grown and shit. Yeah. Cacao. So, yeah, it's like cacao. Sorry. Yeah, it's cacao. It's like coca. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to yeah, Colombia I mean, or James Brazil? I have something, something to say about that, though. Yeah. No, yeah, like, so, um, this is, how long is the flight gonna be? Um, or the travel, I should say. Yeah, that's exactly. Cocaine's over here. No, but, um, but yeah, so, I lucked out because the flight down there is that mostly like American Airlines and sometimes United goes down there and the pure flight time from like Miami or Dallas is around like 11 hours mm-hmm. pure flight time so yeah. 
I should get there in 15 hours. If I did it on a different day or, like, a different time, like, later on in the afternoon or some shit... Yeah. It would have been, like, between 24 and 40 hours. Holy shit. Because of all the fucking layovers and shit. Damn. There's a lot of of them that wanted me to go to JFK in New York. (laughs) Why? And then fly down. I'm just like, hell no. No. Fuck y'all. No. This is bullshit. So I'm just like... So I'm there. I had to pay, like, maybe a couple hundred bucks more. But getting 15 hours back... That's worth it. I feel like it would yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having to be there for 40 fucking hours. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby dicks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if we have any of our listeners or any of the, you know, um, friends of a friends of a listener, anybody know anyone in uh, Buenos Aires, um, you know, again, reach out. Reach out to your boy. Um, I can get some new content material for the, for the Instagram. Um, and this time, I think that I'm actually going to put them up um, on somewhat of a consistent basis. Yes. So I will finally be able to show me in all my glory, <laughs> me drinking mate, maybe some fanet. I mean, I still think the most fire photo you took was the Shawn Michaels on the rocks. That shit was yeah, cool. that shit was dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. F- flexing on these haters. If you need help with pictures, yeah. I'll help you. It's me on the waterfall, bitch. <laughs> Facts. Well, Kyle, where the fuck can people find you, my dude? All right, all right. Yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram at grindin. That's with an I N underscore on underscore a underscore budget. I think I might change that soon. Just send me too many damn underscores. Facts. But yeah, you just go ahead and. Yeah, Follow me on that, grinding on a budget. Um, look at the look at the photos. Look at my lifestyle. Right about my lifestyle. And um, so you change to like guy, or it's gonna be like balling underscore on backslash a a slash budget. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so y'all can watch these videos, watch these. I mean, look at these pictures, and, you know, y'all can get this work, too. And if y'all do grind, you don't have to pay extremely top dollar to do your traveling and shit like that. And most of these um, Instagram influencers, they ain't paying for shit, or they're getting, you know, um, sponsored. So, don't let that shit fool you. Facts. Yeah, I mean, you just heard him. He saves himself a hundred bucks so he doesn't go through New York all the way to Argentina. Get your financial tips from our financial <laughs> advisor, the Heel Face Podcast. God damn it. Yeah. Foxy, where can they find you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I have a photography page. It's uh, K-A-T-I-A-B as in boy, A-L-L-E-S underscore photos, P-H-O-T-O-S. Um, and also follow me on TikTok. I got some videos there. Um, I don't post regularly, but when I see something funny, I gotta post it, and that's at Flying Foxy. That's F O X E E 10 10. Woo! <laughs> and like, I usually yell at people on Heel Face, but I'm kind of a little more chill on Scars and Bars. Do it! Sunday, so like, Do it! 
If you want to follow me, Babyface Stew, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, if you need these jokes. But I'm going to keep the same energy that Kyle knows about, that you know about, that everybody knows about. I don't need those titty pictures. I don't need your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at mcstizza26 on Snapchat. <laughs> you can go ahead and send that shit to Zeus, get left on red, and most likely screenshot it because, you know, he needs his he needs his documents and shit. He needs receipts. Absolutely. Facts. But if you want to follow the show account, CBWMNS on Instagram, and you can follow Manny and Guy underscore in underscore glasses. This has been episode 28.5 of Cigars and Bars. We love y'all. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. I love y'all faces.